2: Wednesday, 2.30, by the way, Alex Corr interview brought to you by Arbella Insurance and Zenni, the official eyewear of the Boston Red Sox, Major League style at minor League prices. You can visit zenny.com, jo- dot, dot com, rather. Joining us on the Harbor One hotline right now is the manager, Alex Corr. Alex, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you?
0: Yeah, we're doing oh, right. good, man.
2: So, A- in there. so, Alex, listen,
0: um, how frustrated are you right now?
3: Like, what
0: do you mean? Just with with the way everything is going... You lose three to the Yankees. You lose uh, last night to the Orioles. Is it is this is this catching up to you? Are you getting frustrated with the way things are playing out?
3: Not really. I mean, hey, hold on a second, guys. I keep talking. I gotta I gotta do this for COVID. <laughs> hold on a second, Okay, please. Keep talking. So what I was gonna say. So one time. So this
0: one time, <laughs> I go into this bar. Right. <laughs> the next thing you know, the bartender says,
2: "What, what are we getting, are we getting tested He's right getting now?" Tested. Is getting tested oh, as that's he's great. working in. Yeah, that. no, that's okay. Hopefully, it's negative. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, what if someone said, "Oh, he's
0: positive"? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: No, you look. To me, when no, I see I mean, you, you look, you look, you look frustrated. It's all I'm saying. It's a wellness check. You know, how you doing? You know, you look concerned, maybe.
3: No, I'm not concerned. I'm. i Do do I want other results? Of course, yeah. You know, but uh, I think overall, you think where we at and where we have to do, and this team have, has has proved the whole season that we're capable of getting hot again and win some games and make it to the playoffs.
2: You know, Alex, I watched the weekend. You get swept by the Yankees. Obviously, Saturday and Sunday didn't go well in the eighth inning, but last night, it, it seemed like when Baltimore took that 3-2 to lead, those last three innings, I was looking at some of the pitches you guys saw and it it looked like pressing. It looked like, and it was the first time you could say the word panic a little bit, almost in the eyes of your team those last three innings. Did you, did you actually, feel that? Like?
3: Actually, I don't agree. I, I, I agree that we didn't put pressure on the, on the starter. You know, I think that guy... You know, he threw uh, 70 pitches, 45 balls. You know, we didn't work the count. Uh, there were some patterns there, and we didn't take advantage. I think ballpoint-wise, you know, they, they had good stuff at the end, you know. And uh, obviously, in a one-run game, probably some guys were trying to change the score right away. But uh, for me, it was more about the starter, you know, against Zimmerman. You know, he's a guy that we faced twice this season. And, you know, you saw it. You know, a lot of off pitches early in the counts, and then he finishes uh, finishes uh, with fastballs, and we didn't do a good job with him.
0: So, so Alex, when I see a tweet like like this one from Alex Spear, and he says, uh, as regarding last night's game, since the sixth inning, the Red Sox have seen two point four pitches per plate appearance. Is it is that is that is that not forcing the issue? You know, maybe you know, you always talk about grinding at bats and waiting for your pitch and putting balls in play. Is is that not an example of you know maybe? Pressing too much, trying to get, get an outcome that you, that you want?
3: No, I mean, if it's a pitch in the zone, if your swing decision is good, you know, we don't mind that. You know, we're looking to damage, you know, as early as possible. You don't want to fall behind 0-1-0-2. There were some chases, you know, there were some chases, but also we got some good pitches to hit throughout the game, and we didn't do damage with it.
2: Listen, Alex. I want to go back to Sunday. That obviously, that that crazy play with Vasquez. You know, on the obviously the transfer and the strike three. Um, I, I was just curious that the game didn't stop. You know, and I know you can't review it. I know you can't challenge it. But usually, you see an outfielder, or an infielder, kind of you know get called that on the transfer. The, the player goes to the umpire. There's an argument. Like it didn't seem like Vasquez kind of really argued with Joe. Or, and I was surprised you didn't go out to ask Joe for help. Can you? Can the first base umpire help him on that and see the obvious transfer? I mean, Lou, the,
3: the thing is that you, you guys have the luxury of see it over and over. And again, uh, I guarantee you when you saw it right away, everybody thought it was a false tip and he dropped it, you know? So that was the reason. Baski, looked at me. He wasn't sure if he he helped on it. I checked with the replay system, uh, with the replay uh, guy, Mike Brinley, and he said he dropped it. And then, obviously, after the game, you're going to keep seeing it and seeing it and seeing it, and you see that he was on the transfer. I think it's a tough call for Joe because at the moment – nobody thought he was on the transfer. It was a foul tip into the mid and he just dropped it. So, you know, it's a hard one, you know, and the outfield was a lot easier and the infield was a lot easier. But behind the plate, the way it happened, you know, you have less than a second to actually make that call. And at, the, at that moment, it wasn't a big deal for us.
2: So, what, what, go back to that weekend. And obviously, I'm thinking about guys like Taylor and guys like Whitlock, like not having them really kind of hurt what you were able to do. Do you feel like that late in the game in both those games?
3: I mean, uh, not, not on Sunday. I think, obviously, on, on Saturday, the reason I bat, you know, we had our lefty, the guy that we have right now in Darwin's zone, and we trust him, and we trust him against Stanton. But, you know, obviously, in that situation with JT, healthy is Rizzo against, uh, against uh, JT, but we don't have him, you know. And one thing for sure, we haven't made excuses the last two months with COVID and players missing and all that stuff. We're not going to do that right now. You know, we got the personnel that we have. And we have to do the job. And, uh, you know, obviously we have to turn the page of the last four days and be ready for tonight and uh, get on a winning streak and be ready for next week.
2: Where are you with both those guys? Any updates and expecting getting them back?
3: Uh, Witt, actually, he's supposed to throw again today. He played catch yesterday. JT, there's nothing on him right now. But, uh, you know, Witt, it looks like he's training up and he should be okay. All
0: right, so what's what's the latest on, on Matt Barnes? You know, I, obviously – all-star team this summer, been pretty inconsistent, you know. So, how do you get Barnes back on track for this upcoming postseason? Or, you know, if if, if you have one.
3: I mean, obviously, he, he had a good inning last week, you know. And there were some swing and misses against uh, the Yankees. There was a swing and miss against Rizzo that was eye-opening. You know, it looked like, you know, his stuff was uh, trending up, you know. But at the same time, you know, um, it's it's hard to actually – use certain guys in certain situations now. You know, he hasn't pitched in a while. I know he struggled before. It's not that we don't trust him, but at the same time, there's a lot of guys throwing the ball well. You know, Robles is throwing a well. Tanner is throwing a well. Uh, we got other guys, and right now we'll we'll pick and choose. We'll, we'll look for a for one of a matchup that we feel is, is uh, a good one for him, and we'll use him.
0: Was, have you identified kind of what kind of happened, you know, with him to kind of go on the skid that he went on? Was there anything... You know, unusual that you noticed, or that he mentioned that he identified, and then he said, "Okay, now I got to work to fix it." Or was it just? You I, know, I actually there?
3: feel that uh, I think the fastball wasn't playing as early in the season, uh, and that started happening in uh, in Oakland. There was a pitch to Elvis Andrews in the ninth inning. I think it was a Saturday game, if I'm not mistaken. And instead of being up, he was down. hit a home run. Then uh, you got the fastball to George that actually cut in the zone and and his fastball his four seamer is a true four seamer that just you know uh plays in the zone and it, it takes off when when he's getting there and uh, for a while there he wasn't doing that yeah the breaking ball is a breaking ball he's a good one but i think you know his success early in the season was the fact that he was throwing actually his best fastballs his career he was up in the zone It was a strike and guys were swinging and missing and for a while there they were making contact, and actually, they were making hard con- con- contact.
2: You know, we're talking to Alex Cora, manager of the Boston Red Sox. Alex, what are, you, what are you seeing from the kind of the middle of your order right now? You know, uh, maybe not as much Devers, but still, like Xander, J.D., what are you seeing from them at the plate? Because the struggles kind of continue I mean, in the last four.
3: I mean, and obviously, we faced a good team over the weekend, and they got some good pitching, right? And uh, as you know, over 162, you're going to have your up and downs. And, you know, we were talking about these guys straining up uh, a week ago when we were playing the Mets. Uh, we faced Cole, Montgomery, Cortez, and that, that bullpen, and they were really good against them. Yesterday, you know, they didn't get any hits. So I think the last at-bat by Xander was a good one. The last one by J.D., he crushed that ball. So hopefully tonight they feel better on themselves, and they put poor quality at-bats and help us win a ballgame. Hey,
0: um, any idea what Chris Sale was yelling into his glove in the sixth inning after he gave <laughs> up that home run? You guys have mics on there.
3: Uh, uh, Actually, it was in Spanish, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it was in Spanish. Uh, he's been working... Uh, with uh, Rosetta Zone and uh, <laughs> although they don't teach those words no curse there, words, but uh, it was uh, it was actually in Spanish to his glove. So <laughs> I, you know, I know
0: I know he's an intense guy, but I don't think I've ever seen him lose his cool like that on the mound personally.
3: Um, you know what? The last time I saw that was uh, in Cleveland in 2019. I think that was uh, the game he got hurt. Uh, was the name of the big guy uh, for Cleveland, Lou uh, Reyes. Uh, he hit a home run. Front meal. And, and he had, yeah, front you know, he, he had the same reaction. Uh, they threw the ball at him. He cut it barehanded. And I think the next pitch was actually 97, 98, you know. But that was the last time I see him so so upset with himself. I mean, it, it, he, he threw the ball extremely well. You saw the velocity at yeah. the end. He's there. He just cut that change up. And um, Moncastle, he's been a beast, you know, throughout the season. And he put a good swing on it and hit a home run. But overall, I think he's best start of the season.
2: You know, I was just curious. What did you see last night, you know, that that at the end of that, when you pulled him, that that was just enough? Was it just the last couple hitters he faced? Starting to get good looks at The
3: matchups, you know, like the the fastball that Hayes uh, got to a 96 up in the zone. Um, Mancini was coming up. Robles has been amazing, you know, the last – the last month so we felt like we had the right matches for hansel just didn't work
2: out so how much is the last four days sort of um really kind of hurt your game plan here with getting christian arroyo kind of involved in case in case you do need him in the postseason
3: i mean there's a few matches that we like but at the same time as you know you know uh iglesias is putting good at bats you know he's been playing good defense so um you know he is starting tonight but uh We'll see how it works out. You know, there's a good chance that he might play tomorrow because we like the matchup for Christian. And you know, if he if that's the way, if that's what we're gonna do, we'll be okay. You know, uh, you know, he he was in an everyday player early on. So as far as his timing, he feels he's he's good. You know that he can he can compete at this level. So we'll see how it plays out.
2: So I think you got what three lefties coming up here in a row. I think the first one, even in Washington, is a lefty as well. Is it? The... We,
3: we we face. I think it was. And the second part of the season, with this one, is 32 lefties we have faced uh, so far. And we got three more, I think.
2: So yep. you just keep moving, whether it's Verdugo or, or Schwalber try to keep these guys involved?
3: I mean, yeah. I mean, today Alex is playing left field. Kyle is on the bench. Uh, they they got a right righty bullpen. You know, the only guy that they have, uh, they only have one lefty, so... Um uh, if we ha- have an opportunity to use Kyle early on we'll use him and uh he'll get a few bats against righties, Uh against the Reds. All
0: right, so you know they there's a big game this week Alex. You know, not to change the subject, you know, take the attention away from you. So stupid question, do you think the fans will boo Brady when he returns back to Gillette Stadium? No, no chance, no chance.
1: No chance, no. right?
0: So no wait, can, can you, okay. you remember, can you can you compare a, a situation? Like the only one, baseball-wise, I guess Robert uh, Clemens was one returning back to Fenway. But other than that, I, I can't think of any other situation where it kind of compares to what Brady and Bill and Kraft MJ, and the Patriots.
3: Did MJ get got back to, uh, well, I mean, I know it's a different city, but did MJ ever play at uh, Chicago after he left? It's a good Jordan. question.
2: I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did, but I, I
0: don't feel like it was. It was. I mean, it ended bad for them too. Yeah, I'm
3: sure
2: he did.
0: Hmm. Okay. All right. <laughs> Now we know your opinion, so we're going to put you so on yeah. the board. Yeah, like so
3: when when Lou when goes back to Rio Grande in Puerto Rico, he'll get a standing <laughs> <location on me>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
2: That's right. It I heard they down wrote down a song there. about him out it there. Might be this winter. Um, uh, they,
3: love, they love that guy down there, man. Hey, you should go, too, Christian. One of day, days you go down there, and we'll have fun. I'm down. All right,
2: five games to go. Your, uh, your boys feeling good? I mean, they're, they're not pressing in that locker room today. They come in. With oh, The just, Twins?
3: The twins are doing good,
2: man. They're <laughs> no, 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 at home. They're no, doing great. They're no, watching the games. Not that fine, boys. Man. Not that boys. What, yeah, are, you doing, what are you doing to loosen them up a little bit? Anything? Nah, man. They're fine. I haven't. I, I just got to
3: the ballpark too, by the way. I haven't seen anybody. You know, I was taking my nap. I got to talk to the boys, and then I go to the clubhouse. So we'll see where we at, but we're gonna be okay, man. And. uh... I'll talk to you guys uh, next week about some big games coming up, right? Yes, sir. Negative,
2: That's, uh, n- negative COVID tests, right? That's a, that sounds good. Yeah, keep those COVID <laughs> tests in there. All right, listen. Hey, uh, thanks for joining us, Alex. We really appreciate it.
1: Uh,
3: Thank you, guys. Take care.
1: Bye-bye. Right, take it easy. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?